Welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. And this is Sam Kiss. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? We, we, keep, uh, we keep missing weeks. <laughs> uh, we're a bi-weekly podcast. We're not a bi-weekly podcast. We're, a bi-weekly. We're, we're a weekly podcast unless we don't release. Mm-hmm. I think I was just overwhelmed by how exciting Extreme Rules was that I just had to take a week off. Oh, yeah. We watched that together. Yeah. You that was the first show we ever watched together, too. Which good. is first tv pay-per-view we watched together yeah we've we've been to wrestling shows yeah. together so and we watched new japan together mm-hmm. and ring of honor and ring of honor just not wwe okay so yeah we broke our wwe Are you cherry. Even, do you even like wwe anymore i like people on wwe okay does that make sense yeah i'm about to like it a lot more why is that because matt riddle might be going to wwe that's true well matt riddle is that really legit i know yeah, that's legit to- he talked about it today what did he say? Um, so his exact words were, um, it's time for him to make the right choices in life. Uh, WWE already works with Evolve, so I already have a pretty good relationship with him. Uh, I need to buckle down and make the right choices in life. That is the only thing that he said. Now the rumors are that he's already signed. And he's about to sign in and go report to the... Uh, Performance Center? Yeah. Okay. Get checked out and all that yeah. stuff. Lesnar leaves. Riddle comes in. I'm... I'm super cool as that. I like Riddle a whole lot better me than too. Brock Lesnar. Riddle has... It reminds me of what they used to say about Kurt Angle and that he is he's stupidly good at wrestling mm-hmm. for someone who's not been doing it for very long. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, he's incredible. the standout guy for me for WrestleMania weekend when we went. Because before that, I only saw a few matches of him. I heard of him. You knew about him, I though, knew from of UFC. Him, yeah. Uh, yeah, because he was undefeated in UFC because he was undefeated and then he quit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was he was a known guy just for that. And I've seen some of those wrestling matches here and there between people. Um, but his match with Will Ospreay is our, you know, one of our favorite matches of the whole entire weekend. Where he basically murders Will Ospreay. Yes, yeah. yeah. Will Ospreay. It happens. Will Ospreay is one of the last guys to not... I mean, there's a, no, there are a lot of hot guys on the indie scene yeah. right now, but... Which is crazy because I remember a few years ago when WWE basically poached the indie scene, there was a concern that they were that the well was drying up, that there weren't going to be that many. Then people a whole left. new and group then it of just people. Everybody else stepped up, which is so great. we just put this in perspective. Matt Riddle, okay, um, he can join Drew Gulak and TJP and reform Catchpoint, but in the WWE because uh, Catchpoint, the greatest faction in pro wrestling for the last. God, how long has Catchpoint even been around? I remember, I'm sorry, Catchpoint. You had to so, you sorry. had to actually explain that whole entire storyline yeah. to me mm-hmm. while we're at the wrestling event because it yeah. didn't make any sense to me. I mean, every every promotion has to have a heel faction. I guess they do, sure. and that's evolved. So Matt Riddle is going to be there eventually. Keith Lee is going to be oh, there. Oh, I love Keith Lee. I knew that was going to happen. He, he the first already time I saw like Keith debuted Lee. at some house shows, so. Yeah. Uh, he'll be showing up on TV pretty soon. I went to a Ring of Honor show in San Antonio a couple of years ago, 2015, I think. And Shane Taylor was there, and he was he was bouncing. He was working like security, but then he was going to be working a couple dark matches the next day. It was before Shane Taylor signed with Ring of Honor or anything. I think it was basically his tryout. And I knew him from Wildcat. He'd been Wildcat World Champion and things like that. So I went and said, "Hey." I was talking to him, and I hadn't met Keith Lee. I didn't know about the Pretty Boy Killers. I only know Shane just as a singles wrestler. And Keith Lee sees me talking to Shane, and he came, he ran up and like shook my hand as if like he wanted to like make sure that I didn't think he was being disrespectful by not already have had been shaking my hand. Which I was like, I don't know if he knew, thought that I was somebody. That mattered when I didn't, <laughs> or if he's just literally that respectful so, kind of a guy. I've seen him in a bunch of interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. I think he's just a really super yeah. nice guy. So I mean, he's so. and since that moment, I was like Keith Lee. Regardless of how, and then uh, then I saw him wrestle for the first time. If you haven't seen Keith Lee and the gimmick of, of Keith Lee, the lumbering Shooting people did, across the yeah. ring. But then doing leapfrogs and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Oh, man. He's awesome. He's really awesome. He was another guy uh, we saw in WrestleMania weekend, and I yeah. instantly I was like, I don't know who that dude is, yeah. but he's awesome, and I love him now. Yeah. Uh, so he's in NXT, or he'll be showing up here pretty soon. But but Matt Riddle, if is, he signs with WWE, that's your next, I mean, God. That's their next that's whatever their next they want to do. It's got to be. I mean, I said the same thing about Finn Balor. And in NXT, he was awesome. In NXT, he was awesome. 
Matt Riddle, there's something different about Matt Riddle now. There's something about different. Well, he's he's American on top of that. He's American. I haven't seen too many promos from him. I, I've seen now, how he, did, he is. He's on life. Xbox's podcast yesterday or the day before. He mm-hmm. said that's what he needs to work on. He needs yeah. work on TV time, yeah. promo stuff. We saw a promo from him whenever we were, and he wasn't bad. He was just himself. No, he sounds like like RVD. Yeah, he kind but, of does. Um, but that's who he actually is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, WWE's version of Robin I've seen him when he was in UFC. That's not a character. That's oh, yeah. just him. Oh, yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, NXT is continuing to be the uh, as it goes through rotations every few years of all the hot, yeah, independent guys are now in NXT. Well, like when I go to the show, when I would go to any shows, and Keith Lee would be on them. He was the guy that if there were people who had never been to Evolve or someone, they would always be talking about. But Matt Riddle, which is why I, it was, I always thought it was just because he was never going to stop smoking pot. And, and he, yeah, by the way, that's why he stopped UFC. That's why apparently everybody always said, "Well, he'll never go to WWE because he can't pass drug tests." Yeah, there's a. But he um he always came off as the he was the guy that when people would go to wrestling shows that didn't weren't into wrestling, they would go with me as because they were dating or friends of friends and things like that. He was always the guy that everybody was talking about after the show because he's awesome. Because he's awesome, but he has that quality. He screams WWE. He guy. does. And on top of that, his moveset can translate over to wwe really well he makes everything look really really clean yeah well that's what i'm saying he's so clean 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 i've read interviews where he like weeks into training like i mean he got in learned how to take a bump and then immediately was like okay so i know how to do someone show me how to do this like a well no like using tables like Uh, he wanted to do like hardcore stuff like right away so it's like and there's i was like matt you don't need to do what he has a like a like a a christmas to christmas (laughs) crisp crisp yeah like aj has you know when he like does Mm -hmm. something that's really 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 clean that's high praise i know it is i know it is um and then now i'm starting to think about aj styles and Matt Riddle match. Mm-hmm. Got all the dreams. I, I just got a boner. That's the thing. I mean, you say that, you know, Kenny Omega's tearing it up in New Japan right now, but all the guys on the indies are great, but there's so many, there's so much talent in WWE. Mm-hmm. That, and there really is. There really is. You know that part of the draw is, well, if I go to WWE, though, I get to have, I get these, to have matches. these kinds of matches with these I can guys. possibly have a WrestleMania match, and no matter who you are, independent wrestler or not, you want a WrestleMania match. Well, yeah. So, I mean, that's the rumor right now that WWE is going to be offering uh, the Bucks, Cody, and Omega a giant contract at the end of the year. Of course they are. Because, why would they not? Well, not, you know, a lot of them are in uh, contracts right now, so... Well, yeah. I mean, and supposedly Daniel Bryan's got what, like a three month extension? Yeah. He resigned for so a little bit. Then so now the new rumor is he'll be free around end of December, early January, which happens to be New Japan Wrestle Kingdom time. So mm-hmm. people think he's gonna go to New Japan. WWE is never gonna let him go. Well, they can't force him to they stay. They can't force him, but they can definitely offer him enough money where he, he he's not gonna leave. Well, I and under Daniel Bryan's not like one oh I need all the money in the world, but Well no, that's the thing that that's, if it was anybody else, it'd be different. The reason why Daniel Bryan is such an anomaly in WWE is that it he's been he's been tenured there for almost a decade, mm-hmm. and yet he still doesn't seem to be tempered as a WWE guy. He's still a wrestling yeah. enthusiast guy where his interest is I the wrestle. actual I want to wrestle and the opportunities therein of where he would go to get the and best it does seem like to do that. He's only been at WWE for a few years. I know, you know, but like he, I've seen yeah. all his like Ring of Honor stuff recently because I mean I miss all the Daniel Bryan era. Yeah, you got to go back and watch what like 2004 to 2006. Yeah. That that chunk of Ring of Honor stuff is all the main events from that time. And he's a, definitely a guy that is looking at the independent scenes and being like, man, look how awesome everything is right now. Mm-hmm. So well, I mean, Samo- I mean, did you watch SmackDown? Did they? I didn't see. I didn't catch. Did they announce that Samoa Joe was the number one contender? Who did they? Yeah. Know- okay. Yeah. So we're gonna get a TNA main event for yes, the WWE Championship at SummerSlam. Tommaso Ciampa was NXT champion. So yeah. Whoa. Uh, yeah, there's so Alistair I, Black I, I, lost Alistair, the belt. Yeah. That's the first time the NXT title since they started doing takeovers. 
that the title has changed hands on a non well i mean i guess but they it, they did it in japan and they did it on some house shows like so yeah but i mean you know like the first time but we knew a, this was going to happen we knew champa had to have the belt before SummerSlam weekend well we were saying after his last match was like where do they go next because they got to put the belt, belt on, on it it reminds me of the jericho Shawn michaels feud from 2008 i think i've already even yeah you that did up, say that yeah where a, a feud is superseding everything that i can see the the backstage politics going we got to put the belt on that because it's a waste if we don't well it's more to the point of chomp has been making fun of black on twitter going mm-hmm. well finally now you'll main event at nxt and now he's not going to main event at nxt ever well he'll get to be in the main event when he challenges his rematch at, yeah for at, uh, brooklyn it'll be a triple threat match. yeah it probably will be. him gargano and Alistair. because they did an interference where black attacked johnny for yeah, getting yeah, into yeah. business so that's the setup to have it be a triple threat. that's true that's true oh man that could be really good actually oh yeah, yeah yeah the only thing about and that's what what should have been i remember thinking that that didn't make sense of because the rumor was it was going to be bobby lashley and roman against brock lesnar yeah but then roman just beat lashley clean on monday how's that so, happen well, I mean, he's I a mean, big dog. Every, everybody's really mad about it, but I think everybody's missing. You got to learn to like it or, sh- or shut your mouth, Chris. Who said that? Roman Reigns. Did in he a say promo. that? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> actually, he got really angry, and he, and it's just that's awesome. They, actually, I didn't even doing? hear that. What are they doing? I don't, I don't know. I don't. It's just what was the point of? I think okay. Of so the match at Extreme Rules. So the the. Uh, I have no idea. They act like that never happened, which is really, really strange. The Monday after Extreme Rules, they literally were like, let's wash our hands of everything that's happened before now. Basically. And now, let's, and let's put this in perspective. Lashley beat him clean in the middle of the ring. It wasn't even like, mm-hmm. like shenanigans. It mm-hmm. was a weak-looking spear from Lashley. I don't think it was weak looking. Yeah, it just doesn't. Looking. He's just his his spear is not as strong as Roman's version. Yeah, his spear sucks. Roman has one of the better spears. He does. You got to give him that. I think let uh, Goldberg's is the best. Probably yeah, because, because Goldberg he's incredibly really, unsafe. And, yeah, and he really and spears terrible. People. Yeah. Um, I think Rhino's, nice. but that's a guess. Technically not a spear. It it's is not a called spear. a spear. It's it is the a gore. Spear, and I thought you know edges are the worst. Rick Steiner had a good one too. Uh, you know, edges edges is probably the worst. The edges, definitely even though the worst. his was the, probably the most synonymous for a long time, he used it for. He's the longest tenured guy using a oh, spear. Big I Show think. has a terrible spear too. Well, <laughs> because he, he has does. Because how is he going to not kill somebody? Um, but yeah, Roman is the main event against Brock Lesnar in, at SummerSlam. So here's my thought process on this: There is going to, if Roman wins the belt, he is not going to walk out of that place with the belt. You think they're going to do another cash-in? They do cash-ins at SummerSlam a lot. Yeah, I think if if Braun still has the belt, because, I mean, apparently that's a thing, too, that he could... Not the belt, the briefcase. He can lose the briefcase now. Yeah. How did that even happen? Well, Kevin came out and said that it was very unfair for him to have been thrown, to have been attacked by Braun in such a malicious way, by being thrown in the table, which everyone thought that that was very violent. And then he also said, I technically won, by the way. He did win. So he's told Stephanie that he suggests a rematch with him against Braun, where if Kevin wins, and the stipulation this is why I don't think he's going to win, because the stip, or I don't know, they don't do it that often. The stipulation is that if Kevin wins at all, meaning that if he wins by countout or disqualification, pinfall, or whatever, no matter what, he gets the money in the, he gets Braun's money in the bank. Briefcase. It's a smart way if they want to keep the briefcase in play for longer. I mean, yeah. I imagine as soon as, as Braun has the briefcase and as soon as anybody shows up with the belt, Braun's involved. It doesn't make any sense that he would be waiting in the background going, I'm going to wait for my perfect time to go use my briefcase. No, I think he should cash in before the match even starts and I, make it a triple I agree. Match. That's what I think yeah, should it, Actually, that would work. I'll be happy with that. I think he should, like, while Lesnar's coming down the ring... You already hear Braun's, behind him. No, his music starts yeah. and he just passes him up and gets in the ring. It's like, by the way, this is a triple threat match now. Something like that. Actually, that okay. Now I'm really sold on that. Right? Doesn't that sound great? I mean, it does the thing? I was thinking maybe Kevin. But then now you're just saying that you want Roman to win, defeat Braun and Brock in one night. No, Braun would win. Yeah. Okay. And then Braun would beat Brock. The, see, the thing about Brock, about Roman beating Lesnar, is that they have to do a lot of prep work in three weeks which i don't think they have the time to, to set it up to the way where it'll be effective because they haven't been telling the story 
which which is you know it's on them where they either should have played it as a fluke that he lost to Lesnar at the Greatest Royal Rumble, and then Roman should be just tearing through everybody. Yep. Like, Goldberg-level destruction. Or, they should have him be losing all the time because he's and distracted, it and it matters. Lose and matter. And yeah. it matters. But instead, they're doing 50-50, so he, it doesn't matter. So he's still the same. It's just level. So, I, I agree. You know? He should be tearing through everybody. Zero promo. Like, he comes in, destroys somebody, leaves. Yeah. And he does that for... He should have been doing that since he lost the last time. Yeah. Just be pissed. Yeah. And then every time they and book him that way, people cheer Everybody him. loves him. When he was the enforcer in the Shield, people liked him like that, too. It's just... They keep trying to make his character something different because they want to mold him into the moldable guy. Which I get is just... You can't tell people a story and then change the story and ex- not expect people to react strangely to it it's why i keep bringing up the juju mcintyre and dolph ziggler because it's the only thing on raw that's been consistent you can tell that they're protecting them yeah drew hasn't been pinned hasn't been touched and every time they do they make some kind of issue and story about it they're the only ones that have a consistent they have a goal you know they have a point of direction of where they're going Hopefully. we don't know where it is Hopefully. yet Hopefully. but that seems to be where it is even though it's still all the matches are open but their character has a has a point of where they're going. You can see the horizon line. We don't know what's at it, but they're going somewhere. Whereas opposed to Braun, where it's like he's just floating around doing whatever until his time is right, which he's still over, but everybody kind of feels like... That's the thing about Roman, is that he just felt like he was letting other people do stuff until we get to SummerSlam when Brock is back, and then we'll put him back into the thing, which is which is insulting. You think Dean plays a part in anything that's coming up? See, that's the thing, is that... Because he's got to be coming back well, soon. Well, SummerSlam is a four-hour-long show. It's not WrestleMania. They have time to build to another big show. How, when did SummerSlam? Two weeks? Three weeks? Um, three weeks. Three weeks, okay. And we have like half the amount matches already announced. Yeah. I mean, well... It's, it's, it's just really soon, I, I felt. Yeah. And then they, they will have the what? The Is there a pay-per-view in September? They're doing Hell in a Cell, maybe? I don't, I don't remember. And then they're going to do the Australian show and then Survivor Series. None of yeah. these male matches will count for Evolution, no. which is was announced on Raw, yes. which was heavily rumored for a while, so it wasn't really yeah, and, and that I'm, surprising. The other thing that's rumored, which I think if the artwork's real, there's going to be tag team belts yeah. uh, debut there. That'd be so. awesome. I, there's, I really like what they... Go, uh, women tag team belts, I mean, yeah. The women's revolution has been awesome. Evol- revolution, evolution, evolution, yeah. Um I just don't like. Are we just gonna forget there? There was a team named Evolution. No, that's it's Triple H's. You know, Stephanie is now. It's her Evolution. Oh, now. is it? Okay. And that's the thing is that it was, Emily brings it up. It's like you know what would really make me feel like women are on equal with men if they just booked it and then didn't bring up the fact that they were doing it over and over and over again. Then it makes it feel like it's more of a gimmick than it's ever been. Like, yeah, I know. It's most definitely a gimmick. Well, I know. I mean, what? Well, no, but that's the thing is that I don't think it needs to be to do that. Like, I thought the stuff they did with Bailey and Sasha and NXT was done much more tastefully. Yeah, because than having Stephanie come out to have everybody watch. The difference was Stephanie when and now Bailey and Sasha were in NXT. They were the main event. Yeah, yeah. like a hundred percent, they were the main event no matter yeah. what. Because there was that regardless, was the, yeah. regardless of whatever else. Because it was, was just going, that good. Yeah, it was just that good. It was the exact same thing whenever um, they made invented Hell in a Cell. Yeah, last year, two years ago, two years ago, two years ago. Because it was the most, it was the most it over story. Yeah. going on at WrestleMania 32, going into that show, when when they did the video package for the triple threat between Sasha, Becky, and Charlotte. Yeah, I'm. I was in the audience thinking this should be going on last. Right. This feels like the biggest thing on the show. It should not be Roman versus Triple H. It should be Charlotte, Sasha, and Becky. And 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 that's the thing. It's like like now you've got the Bailey Sasha thing, which is being dragged on, and it's because they decided to do this pay per view. It makes more sense now because you can tell that they're building towards a bang angle. Either one of them will turn on each other, what, or they're doing what, the tag title what, thing so they can do that there. What are they? What are are they like? They're friends. Uh, is that what? I mean, are they I friends like I Kenny Omega and Abushi friends, no. oh or are they just friends? First of all, Kenny and um, and Abushi are also just friends. Too. Oh, is that, is that what you like I to mean, think? At least on at least on camera. Um, the, I don't understand why everyone got to read into that. Can't people just be close and it not be? Like mean that something else is going about? on. 
You're not talking about Kenny and Abushi, right? I'm talking about yeah. Sasha, S- Sasha tells Bailey she loves her, and now everyone's like, "Oh, is this a romance?" No, 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 like, no, 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 no. It wasn't. Not. It was not just "I love you." It was a "I love you." And oh in googly eyes it was for like three eyes. weeks now. It's that, She's like it's staring at her every single time eyes. they're in the ring together. The idea is that there's a, they have a tumultuous relationship where they each want to be the top woman on Raw, but they don't want to stab each other in the back. And then when they do, they can't help but bring it up to one another. It's I'm, actually not a bad story. I, no, it's I, just, I actually like it. It's, it's just, fine. you know, you, again, it's that what I was saying before is that it, you can't see the point. It doesn't matter how long down the road it is. As long as you can see that it's going to wherever it is it's going to get to, it people can read into it. So SummerSlam is also going to have... Seth and Dolph for the IC title. That's the thing. So we were... Uh, uh, the show is so long. If they did something with Braun, that would feel so angly that it, I really feel what needs to happen is that Seth's about to curb stomp Dolph and then Dean Ambrose interferes. That's what I want in my soul. I've been wanting a Dean Ambrose atta- heel attack for years. Is it even heel if Dean does it now? Why would it not be heel? Because it's Dean and he's crazy and that's how they're going to play it off. You know that. If huh? he does it vicious enough. If they, tur- if maybe, they turn maybe. down the Bugs Bunny and turn up the John Moxley. Okay. Which they can yeah, do. Yeah, they can do that. He can do that. And then I, they'll, they'll just have their Hell in a Cell rematch right away. You know. But SummerSlam looks really good. It does. It it's, does. It's paling in comparison to the stuff that's going on in New Japan. Um, but yeah, we'll come. We're gonna take a break and we'll come back and talk about G One and everything. But Alyssa Blix, Ronda Rousey, and Ronda Rousey is gonna have a match at SummerSlam. Yeah, and then Ronda will win, and then she'll fight Charlotte. It's got to be Charlotte. You think at the Evolution pay per view? Uh, no. So the four horsewomen of MMA are oh, showing up at NXT. Okay. For sure. So I don't know if they're gonna do a four and four or a. No, that four makes way sense. or that something like sense. that. I think they're about to show up too, so that's plenty enough time for them to do the evolution things. They did announce that it's going to be the the May Young Classic Finals. Yeah, and the NXT Women's Title will be on the line. The Evolution Pay Per View too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. So, oh, that's cool. All right. So it looks like it's going to be really good. And then they said there's going to be women from past and present. So Trish Stratus. It's going to be like a battle like royal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this thing. I don't about want a battle royal. The... Don't, don't well, just give me a, a stupid reason to have everybody there. They will give you a stupid reason. I realize that. Well, I'm saying that because they're going to want to put as many names on as possible, and I don't know what the work rate of someone like Tori Wilson... Of like, If you think about the people that they were able to get back at the Royal Rumble in January, like someone It'll like most Victoria or Trish Stratus, or, and the, they, I'm sure they could work. Lita can work. But not everybody. I mean, the Bells will probably come back and do something. Yeah. All those kinds of things. So I'm actually pretty excited. That the idea of that alone is pretty interesting it's just i hope that they build toward feuds going into it i'm, I'm glad that they announced it this far in advance because they can work towards so they it can start working so we know everything it. that's yeah. happening for the next three months is going towards that yeah. at the same time i hate that i but... wish that oscar wasn't so cooled off they need big i mean there's alexa but they don't have a lot of good i mean i guess carmella they don't have a lot of strong women heels the carmella so there's thing not a lot of heat and things is good right now yeah but another three months of that, I don't know. Because like when they, if they do the four horsemen, I doubt they're going to turn Ronda. They might. They might. They could, and it would be awesome if they turned Ronda heel and had her align with Stephanie McMahon. That would blow my mind. But they probably, she's getting such positive, positive yeah. responses that it's hard for me to present it. But they also treat Stephanie McMahon like she's the biggest babyface when she's outside WWE. And then she did the thing, like even where she's like, "Get it out of your system." It's almost like she's annoyed that people are treating her. Yeah, like how we're supposed to? When it's like, I'm sorry that we didn't know we're, when we're supposed to turn it on and off. How about you just be babyface and then act? And Let's then see how long that lasts. Yeah, until you don't need to do that. She's been babyface before. Yeah, well, when the she whole was general time, manager uh, of SmackDown, Mick, she was a great babyface. When Mick Foley was a uh, general manager, she no, was babyface most of the time. Was she? Yes. No, actually, it depends on what week you were watching. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't get along with Kevin Owens. And then also does get on like she's always yeah because we know Kevin Owens and um it's mostly Triple H and Triple H along. I wish they would do more with that remember when there was that rumor of a like a super uh, like a new faction of no Triple I don't H think that was ever a rumor I Kevin. just think that was something we wanted because they wore made. suits so we're like oh I mean, they're nerdy well I mean you know. Uh... All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come right back. We're going to talk about the G1, um, which has been awesome. So we'll be right back. Are you looking for a nerd podcast that touches on every walk of nerd culture? Well, look no further. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is the podcast for you. We cover nerd culture, news, 
new movie reviews, bad movie reviews, video games, comics, with sprinkles of nerdy nostalgia throughout. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is a flagship podcast of the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Find us on every podcast app or stream it on somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. And this is pick up where we were talking about as the break. So there what are is, there are no contenders in WWE right now. No, there are no contenders anywhere. It's like uh um, so Jay Spade is Wildcat champion, right? Yes. He's a he's Wildcat is a um they only run maybe eight or nine shows a year, so he can go through the roster for a year and fight the roster going through the ranks, and it doesn't feel stale at all. He fought. You know, Stevie Richards, and he fights Danny Flamingo. He's fighting Buku down a couple weeks. Saw that. Which is really great. And he's the longest reigning Wildcat champion that they've ever had. Oh, but really? it doesn't feel like he's been champion forever. No, it doesn't. Because it keeps all the matchups fresh. When you're in WWE and you have shows every single week, it feels like... I mean, I don't know. AJ Styles has been champion since November. Yeah, he's the 16th longest champion in WWE you history. Know? So... Maybe 15th. You know, Okada was champion for two years, and then he finally lost to Kenny. And But I don't know if that his reign makes Kenny's feel better. Does Kenny feel more important because he's the guy that finally ended Okada? Or if Okada had only been champion for a month and Kenny won, don't you think he would still be just as strong as champion? I don't think Kenny Omega would be as big as was out Okada. Okay. But... And then, like... uh. I know a lot of people were, well, you know, they, uh, TNA had Slammiversary this past weekend. Which apparently has been awesome. Uh, I yeah. heard it was awesome. Uh, Sammy Callahan and Pentagon Jr. Uh, God. Apparently is the match to watch. I watched the part of the highlights, and it's it's crazy, of course. He's so violent. I, it's crazy to see him being able to put, oh, it's I kind don't want to call it the, the high- CCW style yeah. wrestling, but that's what it is. It's kind of funny, too, because uh, I think I saw in a highlight, Pentagon Jr. accidentally hit Sammy Callahan in the head with a bat. Of course he did. So... <laughs> <laughs> It's called a receipt. Um, uh, no, it was an accident. But the uh, so, but, but yeah, I haven't watched so, it yet. I'm going to go watch it uh, sometime this week or next week. I, I just haven't had time to watch it yet. But Austin Aries retained against Moose, yes. and that surprised a lot of people because they thought, because as I asked you, whenever we make predictions, he now Austin retains a championship. The question is, well, now who? Yeah. If Moose had won, he could have fought the rest of the roster. Anybody. But the thing is that you want to have a strong champion. And if that means that your champion is just champion for years until a contender arrives that's worthy. And TNA is that's trying fine. to build people up now yeah. to you know be able to be somebody to fight Austin Aries. So that being said, should we just have Lesnar be universal champion indefinitely until we can groom Roman to be in an acceptable position? The difference is... Austin Aries is on every single show. That's true. But that's the thing is that... I don't, Yes, I want the belt there well, every single I don't, week. I don't dislike the concept of Lesnar not being there all the time. Okada didn't doesn't defend his title but he's there. every show. But he's there every but show. But he's there. That's true. He'll be in mixed tag matches yeah. and things like that. The idea that... Because everybody likes to throw that up, that Okada only defended the belt uh, a few right. more times. Is that Lesnar doesn't even have exhibition matches. He no. doesn't do anything. He doesn't I remember do anything. When he lost the belt without being pinned when was the last time Lesnar was pinned was it triple h at wrestlemania 29 eddie guerrero was the last person to beat. beats him for a belt clean i mean it wasn't clean it wasn't clean <laughs> but, but relatively <laughs> clean for a brock lesnar match. i mean they don't show it in the clips because yeah. it doesn't matter yeah. it hurts the story uh, i've but, seen the match so yeah, yeah. Um, the but that just shows you how long he's been in which is fine yeah. i'm that's his character uh, well no yeah but it's just that's why I I don't know if I like the idea of him being in a triple threat with adding Braun into it, unless Braun's going to win. Because the idea of Braun beating both Roman and Lesnar works. But if Roman's going to go over, he needs to beat Brock. Because Brock, if Brock leaves to go back to UFC, 
and just nobody ever if he never like paid it forward to anybody what's the point but then also i don't think that if roman wins it's going to be a lot of michael cole reminding us that he beat brock lesnar and nobody caring nobody's gonna go like that's the guy that beat brock lesnar no yeah oh my god look he's so awesome he beat brock lesnar they're going to be happy the belt's back on TV. I think people's gotten to that point. So I think that part of their plan is somewhat working. But as soon as that newness of like, oh, crap, there's the belt. The second somebody comes out to challenge him, they're going to go, like, okay, that guy needs champion. to win. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who they Name do a it. contender for him other than Jinder Mahal. Yeah, because I was going to say Jinder Mahal. But that's it. Mojo Rawley. <laughs> if they instantly... Oh my god! Like, what is the business model when they when they because they did that last at the last show before this where he fought Ginger? They they put him in tank feuds mm-hmm. on purpose. Yeah, which I don't understand the the mindset behind that. Oh, you know what the mindset is behind it? Because we didn't really mention this, but I'm glad other people and they were as pissed off as we were when it happened. Seth and Dolph match at Extreme Rules. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, we haven't. No, the whole getting on the... Well, I read that the main event was supposed to be Lashley versus Roman. And that the boys, the locker room, lobbied for management to put Dolph I don't, I don't know how true versus that is, Seth but... as the last match. I don't know why. I mean, I, it's, I can't substantiate be, the sources for that at all. Because so. that's not how Vince McMahon operates at all. Well, that's so. the thing is that Vince wasn't there. Oh, yeah. Vince wasn't there. That's, that's right. Why. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. why there's yeah, credence see, to that. That's, I, I don't, there's no credence to that. But I don't like what you just said either. Because that implies that the only reason why Roman is being pushed so hard is that he's... Is that Vince is obsessed it's with not Roman just Reigns. Vince, it's management. He's the vision of their future dreams and the future of the company is but on his the shoulders. Thing is that, like, that's not something that's not surprising. That, I don't is even... that you know, you can make a poster for a pay per view and put Alexa Bliss on the poster. You, and she doesn't have to be on the you show. Say, you say that all the time. But you know why that that, that, that that's a problem? Because when they try to do something different, the audience hijacks the show and it's basically bored with the whole entire match. Yeah. Well, a lot of people were shitting on the show in general, even though I didn't think it was a bad Me show. Me and you, I liked it. Yeah. We, I think we said it was like a 7.5 whenever we were yeah. watching it. The WWE... Out of 10. For a, and it, it, it was an in-your-house show, which I don't think people are recognizing that they... Because they're not going to announce that they're going to start lobbing softballs during their pay-per-views, especially by making them four hours long and, and you know, co-branded, blah, 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 the best of both worlds. But it's not supposed to be at the level of SummerSlam. Like, it wasn't trying to be at the level of SummerSlam. Does that make sense? That it was supposed mm-hmm. to be a smaller show. So when people... Like, I saw people getting on the B-team versus Bray and Matt. Oh, that was, which was like It was a moment. There were a lot of moments. There yeah. wasn't a lot of stellar... I never thought wrestling. I was going to see an amazing match between those teams. But it's just like... It's like... I, I don't know if people think they're going to... Do people not know WWE? It's 2018. You had Dahl versus Seth, and we saw how the audience reacted to that. And now we're not going to see it again. Which is what I don't understand, is that they were complaining almost as if like they didn't like the rest of the show. But the rest of the show compared... I mean, you had the Braun throwing Kevin off the, the thing. You had an Orton. Which everybody just kind of forgot about. And then the Orton thing has been maybe the biggest takeaway from the whole yeah. entire night. Nakamura which, won the U.S. title. And which everybody kind of forgot about. Jeff Hardy is hurt, by the way. versus Rusev was great. Yeah. I even thought, you know, it was because they took some scary bumps, but I thought Roman versus Lashley was good too. Yeah, it was good. You know, but I see the Oscar Carmella stuff was bad, but there's there's just because stuff on the show wasn't great does not mean that the show was bad, and that's the problem. Is that now if things aren't amazing, then it equals that it was bad. I I thought it was good and whatever, <laughs> but you know what? It has been really really good. Hmm. The G one, New Japan, New Japan. I've, I don't mean to, like, almost scoff when you bring up New Japan. Yeah, I don't know why you do that. Well, I, it's hard for me to keep up with G1 because it's so uh, involved. It's, it's a lot. I mean, it's almost every yeah. night. Um, I got another friend, uh, Singletary. Uh, he calls me on, like, a daily basis. Like, So he's new to New Japan. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, he he's like, the... who is this person? Who is this person? Yeah. And you know who he really likes, which is really weird since you know Singletary. His favorite person is Yano. Is his favorite person Yano? How weird is that? I knew that he, I knew that he liked Jay White. He does like Jay White, which which I'm kind of falling in love I'm with Jay White. I'm like Jay so. White a lot. Well, now that he's showing an actual character and personality. Yeah. Uh, Jay White is the top of uh, A Block right now, so he's won three and lost one. 
So it'll be Jay versus Kenny. Because Kenny's what? His Kenny lost? Kenny is undefeated right now. He's going to clean sweep it, I'm Blake pretty sure. He in. might lose to Ibushi. All in, no pun intended, <laughs> with Kenny Omega. Uh, so on B A block, it's Switchblade, Evil, and Tanahashi is 3-1. and one. Okay. On uh, B block, Kenny is the only one was undefeated. Everybody else has won one or two matches. You would Every other Bullet Club member has only won one match. Tamatanga and Bala, Bad Luck Fale don't even care about points. They're just going in there and just destroying people. I can see them doing something where Ibushi beats Kenny, and then Kenny wins the G1, but then Ibushi says, yeah, but I, I beat, beat you. you. And then they do that at Wrestle Kingdom. That was supposed to be the Wrestle Kingdom last year when Kenny yep. fought Jericho instead. He, he, yeah, because he said he, the, he talked him out of it and he wanted something else. Um so that makes sense. It's so either they it's either him versus... something like that. It's Jay White, which I actually they have positioned Jay White and Tamatanga, but Tamatanga isn't going to win the G one. They positioned no storyline wise and character wise. Well, that's become such an angle that I almost think that might be working towards all in. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think um, they're showing up at all in now. They're going to show up at all. They're my, they they're going to interfere and attack everybody. Yeah. You can't have all the bullet club at that and then them doing Does this crazy angle and then not yeah. be there. So Jay White has been... But it could be Jay White, too. Yeah. I mean, who do you think... It'll be Kenny versus someone. I like the idea of him versus Tanahashi, too, though. Because Kenny hasn't fought him in the main event scene. That's the great thing about when you put somebody that strong in that new level. I always would get excited about that when you watch... Um, like mid card rivalries in WWE, and then they would move up to the main event. Like uh, The Rock and Triple H had that rivalry over the Intercontinental title, and then they moved up and fought over the WWE title. And it just revelation that both guys have kind of moved up a level. Right. This is happening too with Kenny. So the idea of him fighting other guys now, but it's different now because now he's the heavyweight champion, not the Intercontinental champion or what, what have you. And you're right. Tanahashi can. If they, if always, they, he can anytime. always put him in the main event, yeah. and then nobody's ever going to be like. A couple months ago, I remember Tanahashi fought Okada, and it was just like, and it was five, you know, amazing. And then <laughs> just, you know. Okada in his tournament has he's won two, and he's lost two. I actually kind of upset that I want him to lose everything. So he keeps losing, and then the press conferences right after, he's like, "But I still have my smile." That's like his big thing. And he carries balloons out and he passes them out and stuff. And now I'm realizing why. So Singletary hasn't been watching New Japan previously. He's just been watching the G1. So he keeps. So that's why he likes Yano. Because Yano has been doing crazy good in this tournament. He really has. So his match What block is Yano in? Yano is in. Is he in A block? B block. He's in B block? Yeah. What if Yano beats Kenny? Like if they were going to let him lose and they weren't going to let him lose to Ibushi. That would be the person to do it. Because he kind of has that weird way of just winning sometimes. I hate Yano. And Yano, is... he's only won one in the, this G1. So he's lost two. Because he's trying not to cheat. Yeah. So he's trying to do it clean. He's trying. He's like, I'm not going to cheat. And he comes out there and he, he prays and goes, I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to cheat. And then he ends up cheating, I think, yeah. for the one he did win. So I don't know. Yano hands. I, I'm, I, <laughs> Sonata's been looking really good, as he always does. Sonata well, has which is this... That's the thing about the mid-year, about summer. Mm-hmm. The G1 happens right around SummerSlam. That's kind of You like, can see where they're going to lead to for the next six months. What they build months. up to, yeah. you know, it's kind of their halfway point. But the G1 leads to Wrestle Kingdom. SummerSlam always leads to WrestleMania see, going, in some ways or not. Going into this, we know the, the it's going to be Bullet Club on Bullet Club for the rest of the year. Like, yeah. that storyline is not even barely touched right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tonga and Omega did have their match. Tonga tried to hit Omega with a Styles Clash. Yeah. Instantly. Like, he, he almost got it. I don't think he, he connected with it. I think that storyline was them is going to continue. And we, we're getting this Bad Luck Fale, new Bad Luck Fale, where it's just f*** him. Like, that's, he's got shirts that's to say it. So, th- I think that's going to continue. He got he like got blocked on Twitter for being inappropriate recently too. Tomatonga yeah. said some really shitty shit on ter- <laughs> uh, on Twitter, and I'm surprised more people aren't pissed off at him. Yeah. He's like taking heel to a kind of a crossing the line area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said really bad things. I'm not even going to repeat. Well, I don't. As a controversial as this is to say, is that for a sport, quote unquote sport, that everyone likes to refer to with the the most common comment I think anyone ever fake. says about wrestling is, you know, it's fake, right? Yeah. And for this is why to, I still for like For people them. to get so upset when people do things where it's like, anytime people bring up, I don't like, it's like Game of Thrones, for example. It's a horrible show. Or horrible things happen on that oh, okay. show. But no one's ever like, 
I can't believe they did that on that show. It's yeah, but you like, know what? Your Twitter account, his Twitter account, it's not the character Tana. It is the character though. That well, doesn't not, happen in wrestling well, anymore. Let me like not let me not even that. When he's saying it, do you think that it's him saying it or is it his character saying it? I, I think that was him saying it. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I, I really do. He might be turning it up. He might be turning it up like Chris Jericho does. You know, it's, well, yeah. Where he's Chris Jericho, but he's kind of just turned up. That's to what's 10. fascinating about wrestling. Is it is because you just never kinda, know. It's always kind of mixed. It's always. But the problem with that is, if he worked for WWE and said that stuff, he would have been fired. Yeah, but I think that's stupid too. Well, I agree. I, I well, and that's a whole another conversation for another day. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's kind of messed up. But I still like him, and even though he said something terrible. He's my wife's favorite wrestler in New Japan, which I think is crazy. He gave her a lot crazy. of flag. We're watching the USA G1 special. She doesn't like Kenny. She's she's she thinks he's okay. <laughs> he's okay. Yeah, he's that okay. was your wife's. She doesn't like you know, the, the young best bucks. wrestler in the whole entire world. No, he's okay. She doesn't like the Young Bucks. She thinks they're okay. Um, she likes Tamatanga though. I like him too, and so I'm interested in seeing where that storyline goes in. But she likes Tanahashi. From the G, everybody likes Tanahashi. Who doesn't like um, the golden? <laughs> so line. from the G one San Francisco thing, that's when uh, Jay White really stood out in my head, yeah. and I'm wondering where that goes. Not only was this him and going for the big belt, but him really. So now every time he finishes a match, he calls out the Rainmaker, mm-hmm. like he's really down on. This is the guy that's leading us right now. Yeah, look at him, mm-hmm. and he can't even have a good match. He comes out here like a smiling idiot. So he's really turning character-wise where he wasn't before where I really didn't care about him. Yeah. And now I do. Well, I want you to, I want you to on the spot, who's winning the G1? Kenny. Kenny Omega. Oh. Okay. So it's, it's late July. So by 2019, based on how things are now and the way things are going to go, I want you to do a couple things. Who, what do you think is going to be the main event of Wrestle Kingdom? What do you think is going to be the main event of... NXT TakeOver in Brooklyn, which Brooklyn. is the WrestleMania NXT show. Oh. And what do you think is going to be... WrestleMania? The WrestleMania main event. Well, that's Roman and... I don't know. But it's definitely Roman. <laughs> Roman plus question mark? Yeah, Roman. I'm going to get half that right, I'm sure. Uh, NXT, if they fast track it, it can be Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. If that is all really things that are happening. And if they can get behind him and they really get behind him, I love a Keith Lee and Matt Riddle. Yeah, that's happened. I know it's happened, and I've seen the match before. <laughs> but on NXT Takeover, yeah. do you imagine that? Oh, I know. God, that's that's some kind of wet dream. Happening. Oh, and what do you think is going to main event? I and I forgot. What do you think is going to ma- main event the G One Supercard of Honor? Which <laughs> I forgot that it got announced too. Yeah, what is happening? In so wrestling? my first thing, yeah. I remember when that happened, I sent you a message like, "We're going." So yeah. I don't know how we're, how it's going to happen. I will go all the way to New York. Not good to go to WrestleMania, but to go to that event. You know how cool, and my wife is so cool that I she I said that, and I, my expectation was she, was she was going to say, there's no way you can do that. But she thought, well, just make sure Chris doesn't buy, like, $1,000 seats, you know? <laughs> and my, you wife got, was, yeah. my wife was just like, well, well yeah, you, you can go, but you're just going to have to figure it out. So <laughs> like I'm telling you what I mean. It's like, like wow. So it might yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Russell Kingdom, obviously, I I would imagine it's gonna be Kenny, and I would probably it's a good chance it's gonna be Ibushi. I'm I'm gonna say it's gonna be Kenny and Ibushi, which I'm really scared. If so, they don't, then that would there's no way they're not planning that as a Russell Kingdom. Yeah, match, yeah, because yeah, that yeah. is a Russell Kingdom kind of. My problem match. with that match at the moment is out of everybody in G1 right now, Kenny and Ibushi has been making the stupidest spots. They oh, so are, you're worried about them I making it too. I am super I've been saying that for a while. Abushi did a top rope onto the floor um, uh, somersault. Yeah, he does that all the time. Was out looking in between the cage door. Mm. Like the cage that goes around it. Oh, okay. He yeah, opened yeah. the door. Ooh, and then he climbs okay. up the t- um, turnbuckle. Was out looking back. He lines himself up in the middle of the ring. You can see what he was doing. Was out looking. Does it. Okay. Kenny has a match later that night. Was Goto. Uh, Kenny does the exact same thing. Off of a uh, railing onto the stands. So they have this like weird one-upsing each other in their matches separately. Which is really worrisome to watch a match between the two of them. Which is going to be coming up here soon because they're going to be fighting for the G1. So we had the WrestleMania. After WrestleMania they do the call-ups where a bunch of people come up for yeah. the NXT. The only one, I mean, 
Bobby Lashley came up around this time last year. He's not doing Has great. Has it been that long? Yeah. Um, you had the Authors of Pain, who are looking good. I keep seeing them in those in those in that uh, Kevlar, thinking that they look like the Shield, and Which then I keep thinking means... like they should enforce Roman. Imagine if they joined up with Roman. I really think it would be better if they turned put brought the Usos on the Raw. Yeah, and yeah. the Usos with him with the way the Usos are now would be would a be lot amazing. better than they were before when they were still wearing the face paint. Do you think they're going to be any more NXT call ups anytime soon? Like after Champa and Johnny settle whatever it is between them the problem with that feud is where do either one of those guys go it's got to end with johnny winning the nxt title i would imagine a chompa moving on and just to get Chana... him off the same show because they're yeah. like chompa can't just go back oh i guess i'll go wrestle somebody else they've now. even already had loser gets fired stuff on yeah. nxt and stuff so like, they can't do that anymore so i don't know <laughs> i don't know and then they'll both come up and it'll be like kevin and sammy watered down but still entertaining but again when they they pull them off and they put them on separate shows they can at least get them away from each other for a while they can put alistair on raw and i mean uh they can put one on raw one on smackdown they can put one on raw and one on nxt i mean keep them completely separated from each other well you and that's what i was saying is that because you were saying that by nxt at wrestlemania weekend you're already saying riddle and lee which yeah but that might be too early well i'm just saying like that would mean that Black and the you know that blacks not blacks if you call all those go, are called up or black just not I would involved. imagine getting called up pretty soon yeah um you know I imagine Ricochet Velveteen Dream all the Adam Cole the thing about the NXT is that they need to keep pushing that as a brand so they really don't want to pull up everybody yeah well then it'll be like last year when everybody was gone yeah when Bobby Roode and stuff and all of them were the only ones there and it wasn't bad then. But it was Bobby Roode in NXT. Well, Bobby Roode. <laughs> Which isn't, I'm, like I said, it's not bad because I like Bobby Roode a whole lot I better like when Bobby he was Roode in NXT. I, but I never thought, he has what I call ideal WWE main roster wrestling style. Well, yeah, he wrestles just like Triple H. Yeah. What are you talking about? Which is not the most indie style. No, it's not. Which made hit the main events of NXT while he was champion not, I think that was, I think that was part of the dip. Is that the main events always w- is what steers the ship, and the matches weren't as strong. They weren't as strong in that kind of caliber. They were still really good. They were good. I mean, and again, like I said, I like Bobby Roode. So, but I mean, he hasn't done much since he got seems to, to be Raw. But... What is that? I mean, how many people in NXT? I mean, Samojo might beat AJ Styles to become WWE champion. Actually, so out of everybody, be... I think that is. You know. Good possibility. On top of that, with Samoa Joe having the belt, is what you always say. They can do a lot with that. Yeah. So, but it's just imagine Daniel Bryan and I mean, anybody. Daniel Bryan so. sticks around. The but that's is like so many people from NXT are so awesome in NXT, but then when they come up to the main roster, I was watching Mojo Rawley beat up Tyler Breeze, and I was like, remember when Tyler Breeze fought Jushin Thunder Liger? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when Jushin Thunder Liger was on an NXT TakeOver show? That was so great. But the difference is, too, right now, and by the way, this will be the last thing. We'll go ahead and start closing out the show. The guys that are in NXT right now mm-hmm. are all amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are so many. It's the who's who of the independents from well, I know. this year. I mean, I mean, Undisputed Era is just Ring of Honor, the super group. Like, everything is Ring of Honor. Yeah. Well, I mean, really, everything. Bell Team Dream's the only guy that's, like, in-house. Lars. Lars Sullivan is, yeah. He's in-house. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it. Like, that's, I mean, that's, that's everybody. I mean, I like, I liked Tommy End a lot. I did too. But I like Alistair Black a lot a more. A whole lot WWE more. WWE has done a really good job with him. I'm, and I'm honestly. Protecting him and everything about and him. And I felt the same thing about Finn when he was in NXT. When they brought Finn in NXT. And they He's took, better. And they warped his face paint into being like a caricature thing. Yeah. And not just. Face him paint. putting on comic book makeup. They act like I saw somebody like his. The demon kind of looks like Venom. I'm like because he what? used to paint really? himself like Venom. No yeah. way. <laughs> but then on the main roster, it's like it. It he hasn't been. There's time, I guess. You there's know? time. Again, he's another guy like Kevin Owens. He's there long term. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. His match with Drew. I mean, I, I, I feel like a broken record. Always putting over Drew because Drew stuff, is awesome. But the stuff with Finn and Drew on and the thing about Drew is that he he has stock wrestling moves, but he's purposefully wrestled differently in all of his matches, which is so 
goddamn refreshing to me that he forced Finn to pull out stuff that he doesn't normally do. And it blew my mind on Raw, just like the smallest little things. Because him doing like a tornado DDT, which is something he never does. So, matches I, are, are so formulaic Have you ever heard lately. an interview with Drew about anything? Yeah. He has a... He's he made, has the his best attitude mind the, yeah. for wrestling ever. Yeah. And him getting fired and coming back was the best, best thing. thing that it's yeah. ever happened. And he'll say the exact same thing. But his thought process about even putting together a match or his character is so awesome. I want to point something out because I wanted to bring this up to you. And if I bring it up next week, it won't matter. If you go back and watch Raw, nice. there are a couple of things which felt... They did some weird scheduling. like some There were some bad cues on Raw where like they did a, a prep to commercial... After the first, I think the opening segment was when they announced the women's pay-per-view. Yeah. And then they did that. They always follow that segment by announcing matches that are going on later in the show. And one of the matches they announced was Finn versus Drew McIntyre. And then later in the show, they do a backstage segment with Finn, Chad Gable, and Baron Corbin. And then during that segment, it's as if Baron presents it like, well, now you have a match tonight with Drew McIntyre. And they present it like he just made that match there on the spot. Even though they had announced that that match maybe, was already happening, maybe an he hour was before. just letting Finn know. Maybe yeah, Finn, Finn didn't, didn't know. know. Finn didn't know that he maybe was having he a match. Maybe he sit around the yeah. teleprompter. And... I mean, maybe that's yeah. Anyway, and then, and then when they did the Drew Finn match where it ended with a DQ with Dolph, and then Seth came down for the save, they segued into a tag match, and you could see that the cue, everything of what they do is was what they do the timeout for the commercial break. They the good guys stay in the ring, the bad guys get dumped out goes to commercial they collect themselves and then it, and then they didn't go to commercial and i don't know why and you can see the referee freak out and go and run over and tell Dolph and drew to hurry up and get in the ring and they like shuffle and just reset like it's really weird go back and rewatch it. i recommend that thank you for sharing that not worth it not worth not interesting enough i didn't mean to end the show on that i just thought no, it was no it's cool it's a, i just good, think it's a great really, way to end the you, show you can you can time WWE out shows messing up no, you it's can cool. watch wwe matches and know when they're going to go to commercial if you pay yeah you, you really can you can even do it do it on the pay-per-views well, do, they, with, they go on the pay-per-views they still go to commercial breaks which yeah. aggravates me it's bad when i watch pay-per-views though and someone gets dumped out of the ring and I immediately start to feel myself get up to go to the bathroom because it doesn't I assume always it's going to go to commercial. Yeah, yeah. And then it does. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, they can keep going. Cool. Anyway, go follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, all the social media All stuff. the social media. Subscribe to us. Thank you for all the new listeners. We got a big jump in numbers on the last podcast. And then we didn't release a podcast last week. That's what so. we always do. Every time we get more I listeners, know. we say, screw it. We're not going to do another one. We don't ever say that. We don't ever we'll say that. We'll be here every week. Out loud. We write it down. We, we'll we write a letter week. to ourselves, and then we put it in a drawer, and then we think about it. Every Friday, unless we don't release some Every Friday, unless we don't. We are your host. I am Snarfcrest. And this is Samcast. Go leave us uh, reviews, too. Go do that, please. I Tell think us we how get... much we suck. Yeah, that's fine. Just leave us five stars. You can write whatever you want in the comments. I don't really care. Okay. Five stars. Five stars. Shouldn't it be like seven and a half? Yeah, we're going to go with Dave the Meltzer. St- yeah, Dave Meltzer stars. Anyway, we'll see you next Friday.